Comics. Movies. Music. Video games. Technology. Blu-ray. Television. This is the HHW LOD Podcast Network. The world we know is gone. No internet. No GPS. No text messages. No podcasts. In a world ruled by the dead, we are finally forced to start living. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Walking Dead TV podcast, episode 314. This is Russ, and joining with me is Aaron Newworth, Jim Dietz, and Daryl Taylor. Hey! Hey! Good evening. We all live in a surplus submarine. <laughs> surplus submarine. Can I... Th- I don't think there's any news this week. Has anybody heard any news? No. It's been, it's been a couple weeks since we had to celebrate the walking Memorial Day dead. Yes, yes. <laughs> yes. Well, That's we'll a all, I'll remember the, We'll remember those who gave all. Yes. <laughs> uh, uh, but no, I don't think so. I mean, I'm sure, like, somebody said, yeah, the movie's coming along. Strip yes. going. <laughs> yes. All right. So no news this week. We will get right into it with um, Season 6, Episode 15, USS Pennsylvania. Yeah, news will be tomorrow, then. Yes, exactly. Yes. We're recording this on Monday. Uh, news will be Tuesday. Okay, here's okay. Here's one random thing because I have no idea who this is. Robert Palmer Watkins from General Hospital will be joining the second season of The Walking Dead: The World Beyond. Wow, that guy! I remember him from um, the that thing. <laughs> Crush <laughs> that! I thought you were going to say Robert Palmer was going to be. <laughs> I was like, he's going to be a zombie on the as, show. As a, as a zombie. <laughs> <laughs> too too soon. <laughs> No, he's right. been dead for a while. It's okay. Yeah. <laughs> There's got to be a crossover soap opera Walking Dead audience, though. They're probably excited, you know. Oh, sure. is that guy looks like that other guy. <laughs> It'll follow up with the announcement of The Walking Dead final season that Rick Springfield is joining the cast. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, followed by a special zombie appearance by Susan Lucci. What? That was all Jesus my children, not it. General Hospital. Jesus. Get your references right. I know, but it fits the theme. <laughs> Does it though? So, we're all on a submarine this episode. A lot yes. of stuff happening. Wow. Yeah, so it, it starts with... reminding me of a level from Fallout. <laughs> yeah. <episode>. Yeah. <laughs> uh, very oh, claustrophobic a- episode. Yes. yes. Um... But yeah, it kind of starts with Teddy talking to Virginia, who is at this point all in and gets Dakota. The, Dakota I'm sorry. Yeah, Why did I say Virginia? Dakota. Um, I even have in my notes Virginia. What is wrong with me? <laughs> Good Lord. Yeah, we can all strand you later. Yes. You know, throw you under Ooh, the bus. Damn, that's cold. Well, I mean, he's got a thing. It's a thing now. Yeah, he did strand Morgan this episode, that's for sure. Yeah, yeah. Literally stranded him. Yes. Yeah, exactly. It's funny, too. This episode is called the USS Pennsylvania. Yes. Yes, it is. I'm just saying. Um, But, yeah, so uh, Teddy's talking to Dakota and kind of gives the lowdown of what's exactly going on here in that I originally thought that the whole point for Teddy was him and his people would be underground. They would nuke everybody above and they would start society over. And yeah, I, was, I, I was lost as far as yeah. the plan. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it looks like he wants to kill all everybody with it. This is more like beneath the planet of the apes where they just want to let the bomb hit them all and wave, you know, waves of radiation, take them off to their glowing maker in the sky, I guess. Well, yeah, it, I, I thought it was fascinating, though, is pretty much the deal is if you follow, I'm an asshole. So if you follow me, you're an asshole. So you die, too. So all the assholes are supposed to die. And then 
he had one person that reminded him of his mother, right? Delicious. She was, she was supposed to be the chosen one when she gets out of the... If she doesn't die from sitting there too long and starving to death, I would hope they put food in there. Or something. Yeah, so it makes me wonder, like, does he have, like, a group of chosen people that he feels are ready? Because obviously, if he thinks that everybody's going to get wiped out but Alicia, then that's not going to work very well. Like, imagine your whole deal is anyone that fights you is the good person that you want to keep alive. I'll I'll say up front right now, like this episode, like I have a bit of an asterisk on my regard for it because it it certainly sets up a lot of stuff. Like a lot of things happen, but there's a lot of like stuff that it's hard for me to be like, this is bad because a when I don't have a fill in the blank for whatever happens next week to go along with that. So like I right I, I'm mm-hmm. kind of stuck right now as far as how much I like the way certain things played out because I just don't know where it's obviously going to lead next week yet. So. Oh, yeah. It's definitely seemed like... It seemed like... I mean, I know next week's the finale, but this seemed like the... Like, if it were a two-hour finale, this would be the first half. Right. Yeah. yeah. And then leading into the second half because it's very much like a cliffhanger. And- like, it, it feels like, but at the same time, it's like, well, they did, like... They launched a f***ing missile. Like, I mean, they did... They yeah. launched, there's some yeah. big stuff that uh, happened, but it, so it's like... Yeah, that would be a finale type thing, except there's still another hour of this episode to go. So it's and like as the bad guy, you usually they usually don't think they're the bad guy, right? That's like usually the the case. Right, the, villain, the villain thinks he's the hero, right? Yeah, this guy doesn't think that at all. Or he thinks he's the hero by by ending civilization in all its crappiness and yeah. so it can start anew i mean well, yeah he's convinced of his own you know his 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 uh his philosophy like he's there's no you know say there's no this guy you know preening into the camera being like look how evil i am he's like no i'm, I'm doing the right thing yeah yeah but i'm not someone who should be in the next world right yeah he he, he could get, give or take himself he's like whatever i would if i live whatever yeah. but yeah, you know, i'm not like, good I have some seeds planted in form of like right. Alicia, like whoever that. I guess his underground. Pe- I assume his underground people are all. That's the I, idea. I would assume, okay. yeah, that the rest of them, yeah. yeah. I mean, even his number two, it seemed like he didn't even think that that guy's worth being yeah. in the next world either. One, he doesn't seem like he does either. So yeah, so yeah. That, that's that's why I'm sitting here thinking like next week I'm clearly going to get some answers. Right. It's, it's not like I don't like this episode. It's just more like. There's a lot of like lingering threads that are obviously going to be picked up. So, I, but I can't just assume that I'm going to either love it or hate it. I'm just like, all right, I gotta kind of wait here, see what happens. But we're going way ahead. I'm just, yes. just to, I'm just giving my yeah. overall vibe on what I'm getting out of this you know, right. from this week. But yeah, so he even he mentions the Teddy does that. Uh, that Riley was the weapons officer on the submarine. So things are starting to make a little bit more sense about how they know where the sub is, what the sub is, the fact that it has, um, you know, the keys. So I'm, I'm assuming, you know, we talked earlier is like, how the hell do these keys get so far away? And I'm assuming at one point Riley had both keys and Mm -hmm. lost them. And you know, who, who knows what his journey looked like between, you know where he is now and where he started. So um, yeah. I can say right he, now, I, I don't need like two episodes of him with like a raggy beard. Like yeah, you know, this is journey. <laughs> like, yes, agreed, agreed. You sure? Never say never. I guess it's John Connor after all. He could have lived off the grid for a while outside the submarine. Like, Come yeah. on. <laughs> but but clearly things are starting to at least you could piece together kind of what happened. Yeah. It doesn't seem quite so random. So right. Um. But yeah, they, like it, like we mentioned, that they're all going to die. They all know it. Um, he even hands Dakota a gun at one point, and they kind of all this is kind of intercut with what Teddy is talking to Dakota about, and them being on the submarine, and Morgan like locking up the homestead and grabbing the axe uh, that's been sitting out there as a kind of this symbol of of peace and prosperity. Um and grabs Storm the axe. Breaker. Yes, and exactly, and heads out. Um, <laughs> but it was kind of a cool scene. Like we, you know, Strand rolls up, and it's like they're all rolled up on the submarine. You know, the, the everybody I did like that is is yeah. there. Um, yeah. 
which was a really cool shot when they kind of panned around and you saw you saw the sub and then uh, everything. But I mean, the, the one thing that I looked at this and was like, that water is way too blue for this to be Galveston uh, yeah. in any way, shape, or form. That water is not brown enough to be Galveston. Um, maybe if it was, you know, Port Aransas or maybe even like Padre, but Corpus. Go to Jeff Gunderson. Yes. <laughs> um, but yeah, so the cold open this week, obviously, is Morgan with the sub in the background. So again, cool, cool, cold open graphic again this week. Um, and they, they're they not messing around here. Like, they show up on the... They literally have a, a, a cutting torch uh, rigged up to open the hatch on the, on the sub and head down in it. Um, That's right. And... Uh, they even got their radiation detector so they can kind of see what's going on. Um, now l- let me, I, cause I had, I had in my notes a certain thing and then I had to go back and, and scrub them because I, I thought maybe I misunderstood. So when they open the hatch and Morgan starts to go in, Grace has them take a reading on the, you know, their, their Geiger counter or whatever yeah, it is. Digital and Geiger. Yeah. And he says it's, it's 10. Uh-huh. And then he gets lower, and I thought, looking at it, it said 17, and he told her 10. And so at first I thought, okay, is he purposely telling her it's 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 not moving so he could keep going? Like, he's lying to her? But then when they got down there and they checked it again, he's like, no, it's the same. And she says, oh, no, these readings should be double. I would expect they would be double what they actually are. So then I was like, okay, I guess maybe I, I looked at that wrong. But and, and given how dramatic the numbers change later on, yeah, right. I, I don't yeah, think yeah. it really matters at that point if it says ten or twenty. It's like, right. It's it's low. I, <laughs> I, it's still at a certain level of a section, right? Yeah, right. I, I guess what I was getting at is I wasn't sure if this was Morgan not knowing what he would do later in the episode, but mm-hmm. if this was Morgan doing the whole like I'm going to be the martyr here. Um, and you I'll jumped the gun. <laughs> yes. That's what happened. Why won't you yes. let me kill myself? <laughs> um, but then they, you know, they, Morgan goes down. He throws a flare down there so they have some light. He heads down and uh, he gets attacked by one of the zombies. And uh, June is able to kind of shoot it off of him because he. Moving he, pretty fast, too. Yeah. It was a good shot. Yeah. Down a hole into a thing, missed the guy, and, yeah. and it was bleeding like black. <laughs> it yeah. seemed like it was. It seemed like they were avoiding red blood there for that one. <laughs> Maybe she's been trying. It's to the radiation. Uh, yes, the radiation. Never know. Um, I guess we'll get to this, but I mean, I don't think that Lenny James got bit because he's the star of this show. But did you? Anyone you have like this feeling that he got bit? Yes, yes. absolutely. <laughs> close quarters there, especially because... later when Strand does what he does. Big, oh, not, not even there. Like before that, when what you oh, call before it, that. Um, she asked him, "Are you okay?" Just she, the, yeah. she, she wants to touch. She went to touch him, uh huh. And he flinches away, like I'm, oh, right, I'm right. Fine. Yeah, that? yeah. The way and that's, that's, that's made me think he got bit. Yep, like that. And then obviously, when he's you know going to Martyr Town later on, where it's like right. I got nothing to lose. It just kind of gives you this vibe. It's like, is he is he bit again? Yeah, I don't necessarily think so because he's the star of this show at this point right like, that's I mean, what I, I, yeah. it's hard for me to like yeah. the, the show the show's not done <laughs> i mean you got rid of john dory at the beginning of this it's hard for me to think they're going to get rid of both of these guys <laughs> this season unless yeah, yeah unless this like, is the know. last season yeah like, i just don't see them exactly know. so i don't know i don't i don't know what to think with that so we'll just move on from that i'm just i'm yeah. not alone then in that thought that's all good no 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 it's the same thing yeah uh, but yeah, Morgan and Grace have kind of this back and forth exchange about what has to be done and needing to do it. And Grace is like, I'm coming with you because this is the start of the of the Morgan playing the martyr uh, throughout this episode. I I thought this was a little heavy handed with that throughout the whole thing. I think Morgan was just a, it was a little too quick to, oh, no, I'm going to sacrifice. I mean, I guess they were running against the clock. You know, with the whole powering up the no, sub I, and firing the missile, but I it, agree. It I seemed like he was a little too uh, itchy but, to pull the trigger on the. I'm going to sacrifice myself. 
But then I also think when we when you think back to all the stuff, even to the Walking Dead stuff, he literally I mean, he is someone who's never got any kind of counsel, right? Any kind of counseling for his issues. He it would fit that that's his thing. Like whenever he goes through a big trauma, his first reaction is to just I want to do some big sacrifice. I, I I can agree. At the same time, though, like there he's he's level enough where he wants to like have a discussion with Grace about like what's going on, and you know, and he's he's all level headed about. It. It's like if not now, then when are we going to have this conversation? So like to move from that to like every ten seconds, I'm going to start trying to risk my life for something. It's like like I get I think it. I don't disagree with you, Daryl, as far as that's the nature of his character at a lot of times. It feels it just feels like the episode's trying to cram a lot in as far as yeah, making yeah, these stakes seem do. high. It, it, it really can't have it both ways though. Either yeah. he wants he wants Theo to, to, to care for her and he wants her to survive, or he wants to give it and, and they would kinda of want to have it both ways, it seems like they want and, to do smarter thing. I also think that the submarine, as cool as it is as a set piece, I don't think the geography is established well enough. Like it just it it it, it there's not enough of it didn't give me enough of like point A and point B as far as what they had to go through to get to where they had to get. It just felt it felt like every commercial break was like, okay, we're in another section of this thing. Like it'll end when it needs to, I guess. Like it, well, it, it's since you're on that, I'm sorry uh, to jump on on your point, oh, yeah. but um, it seems it seemed to me like there were a lot of walkers down there. Like, how did they get around to they like set all this stuff? What? Yeah, they were jammed in there. I mean, but like, but like Teddy and all his bros were able to get in and out of there and do all this stuff and not. It just seemed like a lot. I don't know. Unless there was another way in and out, like I mean, I see, like yeah, Riley, I assume knows different, you know, ways to get around a submarine. But no, you're not wrong, Jim. I, I just, it just feels, I don't like. It's not. It's annoying because I do like this episode and I like this yeah. concept, and it makes me think: is this this is what the the mini series thing is going to be? Right? They're the um, what is it? The like the digital series or whatever it is. The, yeah, like, the right. the new Live Moss. I, yeah, I assume it's going to be the story of how this sub, well, to which we will get the grizzly beard Riley story. <laughs> it's some capacity. Yeah, but it's going to be this sub and how it got there, right? That's I, unless that that's the only thing that makes sense to me. Why would there be two different subs in this universe? <laughs> yeah, that would be a little strange. Well, what, yeah. Whoa, 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 wait, wait! We need to tie it in with Subway. <laughs> exactly. That could be the marketing instead of eat fresh. Instead of live oh, moss, it's eat fresh. There you go. Yeah. Oh, we should have uh, the actual Walking Dead uh, sub. Yeah, let's send that to Nick. Let's send that to Greg dot Nicotero at gmail dot com. I'm sure that'll pay off. I guarantee you that's what it is too. And <laughs> that check. Uh, but uh, no, you're exactly like yeah. There's like walkers everywhere. These guys are getting in and out of this somehow. And then like midway through this episode, I- I'm just thinking. So we're just following Daryl and or, um, Morgan and wrong black guy. Uh, just Morgan and Strand. <laughs> <laughs> hey. uh, what what's everyone else doing? I just like it felt like the show didn't really, despite it had this great thing to work with from a mm-hmm. you know a, a structure set piece standpoint, but it didn't quite know how to like keep using that effectively to me. Right. Like I, I really wanted to keep and again, <laughs> kind of keep emphasizing it because I'm not yeah. trying to complain as much because we really like this season of the <laughs> Fear the Walking Dead. Well, it, it has it, a, a similar Star Trek problem because Star Trek is so built like a it is kind of built off of the submarine yeah. design yeah. when they have issues where they're trying to get to certain parts of the ship when it gets taken over or whatever. They, they do fall into that too. We trying to figure out like how do they get from here to there? What is where are you even going? And part of it is because uh, you can't, can't believe you're trying it, to make this. I'm, I'm sorry, but I can't believe you're trying to make this about Star Trek again. But Come I'm on, right. Daryl. But I'm right. And, and I mean, part of that is because it's sets. So it's not like you can. Yeah, just, it's a yeah. set you, problem. So, yeah. Yeah, so you, you can't just like zoom out and be like, look at all this submarine we have. It's like, you yeah. know, it's rooms that they just <laughs> figure over. Giant <laughs> <laughs> roomy submarine. <laughs> because if they've done so many times, they've done the. There's a room you can't go into because the radiation is leaked in. Like it's you can't if you go through there you'll never survive. I mean the movie does it too, but just so many times they you know in those kind of shows or movies it's always that case. Yeah, so like I'm trying not to fault it too much. I get that it's expensive to do what they're trying to do. Right, it's, it's yeah. ambitious. Right. I I like that. I just it, it you know. 
I, I can't I, I can't speak positive on certain things that just didn't work for me mm-hmm. as much as I like to. So it's just things like that stuck out as far as I want to like this more. So. Maybe if he left her a note, it would explain. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> is that the case? So where so this is where I, I don't know if I was just <clears throat> in the middle of taking a note and lost track of something, but where did Lucy and the rest of them go? Did they go back to Teddy's headquarters or something I to have get? No idea. <laughs> I thought that's what he told. Like them they're to reading do, the manifest. Back. I mean, it's not yeah. like they googled that. Shit. I mean, like where? Like I, I totally lost track of where Lucy and and um and the rest of them went to to go get the, where they had all this info. He told them they told them to go back. I could have sworn they said something about that. Like yeah, go but go back, back where? The like the, the hideout has been burned to a crisp, so there's nothing there. They don't know where the new place is, right? Like they don't know where Alicia's beat the 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 no. the hotel in the middle of in the middle of nowhere. Why I, was the hideout I, burned to the crisp? By the way, that remember Alicia set fire to it. Oh, That's that how they captured it. Okay, yeah, no, I'm yeah, sorry, I thought no. you meant the dam. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I thought you meant the dam because no, dam, no, 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 no. The but they wouldn't have that info with the dam. I mean, that's... I know they don't know, but like I, when the episode started and they're just emphasizing like how bullet ridden the wall is, I'm like, what? Did something happen at the dam? That I that's forget? what I thought too. Yeah, because it was so like they it, focused on it. It focused on it, and it was yeah. kind of like you know, it was giving you that like it's all come down to this, like I, like we missed some battle or something. Mm-hmm. Just the yes. way it was like set up. So I was just curious if like there is, a... or, or we're getting ready to get a story told in flashback. Yeah, one of the and it just it didn't. So that's I agree with you as far as maybe I missed something, but I just didn't have perspective on where the rest of the gang was. Because it yeah. will matter when they, I mean, for the next part of this, right? Because, it's, it's where I assume that we'll have a little more clarity on what's going yeah, on. Yeah. So, anyway, so but Lucy has access to manifest, so right. she knows how many. That show they can cancel yet? I don't think. Yeah, she's the center button on your controller, so you can look at the map. Yeah. Yes, exactly. <laughs> get some hints. Yes. yes. Um, turn the computer off and then turn it back on. Yes. But she tells him there's a there's 150 crew on there, and I like that. Right. What Morgan says? Did you hear that? And he's like, Yeah, I'm wishing I or no, Morgan. They ask Strand. Morgan, and he's he's like, Yeah, I'm wishing I didn't though. I think um, Strand said that, didn't he? Say that? Was it? Yeah, because it was Morgan. Yeah, it was Morgan asked Strand, and Strand Morgan's said, yeah, like, I wish that's I didn't. All. Morgan has the you know yeah. the Morgan thing where he's like I, I whatever happens I'll get through it because I'm going to kill myself. Yeah. Strand finds the and he finds he finds the note to Morgan that he dropped it. Yeah. And then gives it back to and then Morgan has this like visceral reaction to Strand getting that note like yeah. grabs I, it back. I, I liked it because did he drop it or did Strand just take it from? <laughs> I thought I, I took Strand. it. Strand took it. <laughs> like he made it sound like you know poking out of his pocket is like let me take yeah. a look at this <laughs> that just seemed like it's kind of thing he would do yeah that it is I, a strand I, thing. I took that as a strand thing not yeah. yeah not like it just happened to fall listen buddy i'll kill you don't worry about you killing yourself that yeah. that said I, I can't recall we've had too many like strand morgan episodes like specifically them so I was yeah. I, I was happy when they were just like it was just them for a while cuz like yes. this is a fun, yeah, I like yeah. this partnership this is this I know. cool <laughs> Because he already like doesn't just strand as it is because he's strand. I mean, right. Yep. Say, would, as far as the moral spectrum goes, they're on different ends of it. Yeah. 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 yeah like, why would you trust strand? But still, he does anyway enough, and it always bites him in the ass. <laughs> so they keep moving through the sub, and at one point, they're the radios don't like they have the one radio, and Grace has to kind of like move to the top of the of the hatch to get a clear signal, but yet, you know, she, they can't communicate. So Morgan picks up the inner, the, uh, ship radio to talk to grace. And And he uh, says, it must be a bad connection. Yeah. And and then of course, Teddy comes over the radio. Uh, And this was cool. Cause then John Dory's like, here, let me, let me, let me try it. Let me see if I could, if I could, rattle his cage a little bit yeah i um, like that 
And it was cool. It was a yeah. cool movement yeah, or moment with Keith Carradine. Get yeah. you know, just the two of them kind of jawing at each yeah. other. And, let me let me uh, let me show you why you paid for Keith Carradine. Yeah. That's right. <laughs> yes, he, exactly. He, he has a yes. he has what he says. I have a bullet I intend to put in your head, yeah. which is a great. Yes. Yeah. He's like Khan. Yes, it was very much a uh, yes. Kirk you got Khan. Genesis, but you don't have me. Have me. That's right. I love and, it. And you, you see John Glover get like disturbed, like yeah, you know, yes, he gets thrown yeah. off his game. Yes, um, when you it's when like you I will have him. <laughs> so it's a good, he it's a good, me. <laughs> it's a good bit as far as like let's get these crusty oh, old it. actors together. Yes. <laughs> yeah, yes, I'm an act off. I love it. It's always great. But they're trying to find out where Alicia is at, so they try and get him to to talk about that. Yeah, they get, um, yeah, they, get they go through a real tactical strategy of tell me where she is. <laughs> yeah. right. that, that'll, that'll lock the code for him right away i'm sure oh well she's right over there <laughs> yeah and morgan is shocked that they're not he figures oh okay well teddy's here and riley's here and the sub like we're safe here and teddy's like what makes you think you're safe coming back to the sub like you, you honestly like. didn't think you're safe here do you yeah, and morgan's like, like what <laughs> like uh and they do a similar thing. I mean, they are doing the, the you know, Morgan on one side, you know, but they still are kind of going in the same direction. Like, you're you're bringing your people into a dangerous situation, just like yeah. me. Then Morgan calls and says he needs the SWAT van ready in two minutes or they're all going to die. Yes. <laughs> um. But yeah, so then Morgan splits off. Morgan, this is where Morgan kind of does the Morgan thing, right? Like they're all mm-hmm. kind of there. There's there's some random, you know, crew people, zombies coming up. Right. And uh, Morgan splits off to draw them. And you, he starts banging on the different, you know, walls and stuff to draw them out so he can he can take them out. Um, That's another area where this is, I think, it's, it's cooler in concept and execution. Where when he first enters his room, he gets like five kills in with like one yeah. shot, which is like cool, good job, yeah. camera guy, uh, capturing Morgan doing cool stuff. But when it comes to the, like the you know the tap tap tapping, I was like, this is I want to see this. I don't want to just hear like I get what he's doing. You've given me the setup for this. Give me some payoff. It never really gives me any payoff to that. No. So I was just yeah, like, I wanted to see Morgan you know banging on a wall and then like flipping around a corner and sticking one in the head and then like yeah. running around to another part and banging on a wall and like just there's like know. this cool like this is a cool room to be in and it just doesn't yeah. know how to like I obviously I think it's the budget but it just doesn't know how to capture it like when I think of yeah. this room I think of Hunt for Red October right like sure. the whole yeah, yeah. silo yeah. room in that movie now, yeah. obviously that's a giant movie and John McTiernan knows how to make an action movie right. where, but this is like I, I know what's going on in here because I just seen this kind of room before as fictionalized mm-hmm. as it may be I, I want to see this look cooler than it is. <laughs> yeah, this kept going through my head. Could have done it with some better lighting. I just thought the lighting was really plain. Usually, when it's a submarine, you have that you know the really moody lighting they get when they the red really the glow or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Right, yeah. just yeah. blow yeah. off yeah. the radar yeah. screens. And the, yeah. Well, like, yeah. I mean, the, the power was off. That was their justification, right? Like, I know, but I no, I agree. Artistic <laughs> license, Aaron. For God's sake! <laughs> for God's sake, man. <laughs> But Strand or uh, Morgan decides to go through the hatch, and he's going to seal it off because, right when they go through, that they could crank it up and and dial it and uh, lock it up. And Strand is able to get through, um, and he, you know, he says he's he's going to go with them. Um, so they they uh, they do that. Um, so they they keep going, and then they they hit that uh, they the. Uh, Geiger counter starts going crazy and it gets obviously louder and louder and they see one of those walkers that comes up and it's it's clear the walker is like massively uh, irradiated because that that's kind of the source of the of the spike and even even Morgan tells right you know, like don't don't touch her you know and and so they're able to kill her and she goes down and then I think Morgan even radios back to Grace to tell her like hey the ra- the radiation levels are like what. F- 40,000 or something right. like that. And she's like outside. And, um, you, you know, this is where they realize that behind the hatch, the, 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 she said the only reading way you would have readings that high outside of that area of the ship, which is the engine room is, uh, if, if there was a, an actual reactor breach, 
um, or a, a, cont- a containment breach, she said. I guess it doesn't necessarily just have to be radiation um, or the, from the reactor. It could have been. It could be one of the warheads or something like that. I guess because I would think if the if the reactor was breached, that they wouldn't be able to fire it up to get power out of it. But um, right. yeah, <laughs> mm, right? Yeah. So, um. So the, anyway, the, the radiation keeps going up. So Morgan realizes like that's the only um, way to go through and ask her like how long w- would somebody live if they went in? And she's like, well, you, you, you will die. Like if you if you go in there, you're going to die. And he's like, well, how long? Like, is, is, am I going to die in 30 like, seconds? Or? Yeah. Oh, yeah. And she says she says, you know, maybe a few days, or, you know, so more at this point, Morgan's like, OK, I can at least open this door, get behind there, do what I need to do. And I could die cool later, but I'm get through it. Then I can then I could do a little montage. Then I could call her back and have a little yeah. conversation about how much I loved her. And then cut and see. Yes, it, it, it's funny how, like, we're going to start you know, ragging on Strand a bit for being Strand. But it's like, Morgan was basically doing the same thing to a degree. As far as, like, they both wanted to be the big man on campus and, yes. like, get the yes. job done. Yeah. <laughs> it's just one wasn't going to throw the other into the pile. Yeah, what, yeah, one was, you know, sacrificing himself. Uh, <laughs> the other was sacrificing yeah. the other guy. <laughs> yeah. Um, But, yeah, so Strand tries to convince him, like, don't, don't, don't do it. Like, you don't. You don't. We can go around this other way, and yeah. so and then I can and, kill you myself as I push you in front of. Yeah. Like, hey, you see that ladder over there? Yeah. Go look at the flowers. That might work. Yeah. <laughs> so he actually, uh, he actually convinces Morgan, yeah. and then they go. Now this is a cool scene next, where they're they're climbing up that hatch, mm-hmm. and like those random walkers just fall like all the way down. That was like, cool. <laughs> that was pretty cool. That was cool. Um. But then they hear that the generators are powering up, so the ship is getting ready to power up. So they realize, too, that their time is kind of running short, because obviously once they get the ship to power up, they can use the keys and fire off the right. uh, the warheads. Once so, you go to warp, that's it. That's right, yeah. They're going to overload the Genesis. Yeah. Um, and then Morgan Morgan finds Riley's picture, so I thought that was cool, too. Oh, it's like, of course. And then they again Morgan starts to kind of piece it together. It's like, oh, okay, this this makes a little more sense now. Um But then this is where Strand has his moment where mm-hmm. he's like he grabs Morgan's axe, tears the top off of it, mm-hmm. and tells him like you know, Alicia, what did he, he, it was something about Alicia, like Alicia he said, was, he said, tell her, say hi to your mother for me. And then he's like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yep. What he said. Um, about, about Alicia being right about, about him or something like that. And uh, it, it, it knocks him down. Uh-huh. And now, so this is where I, I we kind of talked about it a little bit earlier, but, do you guys really think that Strand threw Morgan down to sacrifice him so he could go off and and be the hero? Or do you think he figured, well, Morgan's Morgan and he's got his stick and he pretty much survives the impossible. So I, I need to you basically let him be a distraction so I could go save the day. I, I, I'm I'm. I'm curious if you guys thought Strand was intending to kill him or if Strand was just just being. I I thought Strand, well, he was being Strand, but I thought he wanted to use him because he knows he can fight. Right. So I thought he was going to use him to, you know, fight those things while he goes off to uh, to take care of the uh, the reactor. That's that's what I thought was the plan. I I don't. Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. I I don't think that Strand's mind was on the idea of this guy's going to die. That's my goal with this action right now. I don't think that's what his intention no, was. I don't. I I think he might be a little flippant about whether or not he does right. survive. If he didn't still, make it, you know, he tried. Like I, yeah, I, I right. he had the, he had a shot. Right. I think he'd probably you know if he was going to weigh that, he'd probably put the scale a little bit on the side of Morgan will probably survive. But for the time right. being, I'm going to do this thing so I can have my way of how I want to accomplish this thing. Well, uh, so, yeah. <laughs> well, look at it this way, okay? He just left a room full of people who he basically was going to tell him he wanted to, like, give, you know, sacrifice himself for, right? With Morgan out of the picture, who is the natural leader? 
him. Yeah. Sure, Strand. Uh, Strand. Yeah. So I don't think it was all in tar- Yeah. Yeah. There you go, Alicia. And I mean, and he'll and and I'm sure Strand is great at telling himself, like as people do, right? Like, all right, it might have been a bad thing to do, but it's for the greater good. I know I'm better for the group than anyone else. If Strand, if if Morgan's dead, I am the best person left to lead them, right? Like, Situ- situational ethics. Yeah, I mean, and that's how Strand can. Sur- that's how he is a survivor, right? He can, he can pretty much deal with that. So yeah, <laughs> it's, it's so a, yeah, it's a. I mean, it's a shitty move. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, it's a Strand move, and and I, I yeah. mean, part of that's the fact that it's a Strand move, but part of it's also again. I don't know if the show established enough of the stakes here for me to recognize why this needed to be the move to make at this point. Yeah. Like I, it, it, yeah. like it was weird looking at the scene being like, we have nowhere to go. It's like there wasn't there like a room with a ladder you could go to like right around. The, like I, I, I just I couldn't quite I kept thinking they were gonna say that like they're gonna pull that out of their butt like yeah. oh yeah there's a passageway that no one you know that because where did strand go like yeah like, exactly what did yeah exactly. not, what did morgan not being there help him with to get get through right because like, all the yeah. walkers were behind them right. like he had to throw them into the walkers and then they went right. the other direction so, yeah so like, i mean all they had to do was go through a hatch and lock it lock yeah, it it's like you could put like a mattress from one of the beds there like, like yeah <laughs> not, not a human being yeah. Like, yeah the motive yeah the motive seemed a little dubious that's what's getting me and so that's like Again, I get what they're trying to do. Like, they want to fit a lot of stuff in here as far as Strand's doing this thing and Morgan's feeling this way and Teddy's doing this and the cloud town c- countdown's clicking. But it's like, all right, <laughs> let's take a break, show. <laughs> yeah. So, anyway, Dakota ends up showing up oh, and. Right. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Yeah. At least puts a gun on Strand. We used yeah. to like Dakota. Remember this? <laughs> yeah. Remember back when? You want to talk about make bad decisions. Yeah. She got um, convinced of a paragraph, too. Like She's like, I guess bad. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, she gives this whole speech about Morgan's way not being the way. And and she's all in on the whole death cult thing, which, yeah. again, yeah. was was a little strange uh, as as well. And then she gets on the radio and even says, you know, Strand killed Morgan. And then, of course, Grace, you know, has like a freaks out reaction to that. Um, oh, no. And then, you know, she says she knows she doesn't uh, Strand, you know, doesn't want it, uh, doesn't want it uh, that way, Morgan's way. Yeah. Um, but, and she even says, you know, Alicia is a beginning and the rest of them are the are the ending. So. Yeah. Like Alicia is She's become the chosen one, and then you yes, see Alicia start yes. to glow, this glow around her. Yes, uh, I know but, the way now. <laughs> and of course, that that moment, Morgan pops up, hits uh, uh hits D- Dakota, yeah. and and um, we cheered. Right, come on. Yeah. Yes, hey. we generally don't like when you hit kids, but this one time. Oh no, she needed to be hit. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if there's some hitting that needs to be, you know, done. But of course the gun goes off, hits Strand in the shoulder. Yeah. Um and they realize it's it's too late and one of the missile missiles actually launch. Um Damn it. and then we cut out to uh to Daniel and uh and and Mo Collins' character and she's like she goes Get on a stick, and then yeah. Daniel goes, "That's a big stick." <laughs> I thought that was a good line. The that two of them. Yeah. Oops. Yeah, uh, but then Teddy tells um, Morgan and the group that there was because he's like, you know, where where did that missile go? And he's like, well, all all over the place. Like there were yeah. ten, there were ten warheads on that missile, and each one has its own as its own destination. So. I don't know where ultimately they're going, but ten you nuclear. Be able to see them from where you are. Yeah. Yes, he said it pretty that's... much doesn't matter where they're going to land. You're going to be able to see at least one of them where wherever you go. I so. don't know if that's ominous or not. Also, I don't know how big these. I mean, they're like. Yeah. What, they're, I don't know how what the, the range is on these things. I'm just yeah, like we know I don't nothing. Know. We just know it's, <laughs> it's just Texas. Who's going to miss it? 
And I'm hey sitting, now. and I'm sitting there thinking, <laughs> can they not just like steer it away or so? Like I have no idea how any of this works. Well, I thought, I thought, I, I thought the next thing would be is you could put the codes in to cancel it, right? Yeah, Can't something you do like that, that when it's in. If you put the cancel codes in before a certain time. In a movie, yeah, in a <laughs> well, movie. that's where I'm going from. I'm, well, yeah, this, this zombie TV show, show is all about the authenticity. <laughs> I see. Yeah, yeah. this is realistic. Considering they tried to build an airplane a couple of seasons ago. Yes, Addison sticks <laughs> in a cave. You don't have the professor from Gilligan's Island to help. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but Morgan lets Teddy go, um, and just. <laughs> Morgan, I think I would have killed. Why didn't you just hand him over to John Dory? Yeah, any number of things would be better than I'm just going to let you go now. (laughs) Now we didn't see what happened, right? So he's obviously has to go back and then get out the main hatch, right, where everybody else is. So regardless, I I don't care. These guys just launched a nuclear weapon. What else do they have to do to get a a stabbing and a bit of bullet to the face? Like, what's Strand doing in all this? Like, yeah, what's Morgan is going to say? Why'd you do that? Like, what is what's what's the repercussion (laughs) from killing these two guys that are literally trying to kill everything? (laughs) I know. If Daryl's dead, he'd be dead. Yeah. Even if Rick was there, they'd be dead. Like, yeah. well, if Rick was there, everybody'd be dead. I well, mean, they, would, they, yeah, they would have like had a tactical long. strike against the damn submarine. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They would have killed, killed everybody in the lunchroom when they were. Yeah, Daryl would have pulled out the rocket launcher and hit that sub from yeah. you know, Come on. He'd, he'd hit the thirty feet away, he'd knock it out, and knock it into the sea. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Come on now. He'd motorcycle over ramp. Be like, not my watch. <laughs> not my watch. <laughs> kicks it the other direction. He does the Dikembe Mutombo. <laughs> uh, uh, uh. <laughs> and Michonne would have killed that dude. Yeah, he sliced it half. Like, oh yeah. Ah, ah, good old TV. days. <laughs> but then Morgan says, you know, that Strand just did it all to tell Alicia that he was the hero. Like his whole thing is to try and get right with Alicia, um, and to Why? and to and to make peace. All the things to get right with. Yeah. But then he puts down the axe and he leaves. And then we just end the episode with Morgan in the control room of the sub. And that's where we end. Nice zoom out. Yeah. There was a lot to like with this episode. There is. Oh, I loved it. Yeah. 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 (laughs) All of this. I mean, everything. I mean, yeah. Just listening to it sometimes. I mean, it just. Yeah, the that's why I kept saying I kept repeating. I do like this episode. <laughs> like, yeah, it's not it. a bad episode of television. It's, yeah, warts and all, whatever it doesn't matter. I still love the hell out of this thing. Yep. All right. So, what do we? How many uh, Tobies do we give this episode? Aaron, why don't you go first? I. Because <laughs> I pointed out so many things uh, that kept holding me back, I feel I'm like I'm at a three point five, but I feel like if next week like kind of you know lands it, then I might I'd, I'd like retroactively boost this up to a four because I I think that like there's a lot of great stuff in here. I do like the idea of yeah, let's have a submarine episode. Cool, why not? I think the the interactions are fun. Like as much as like some of the moves are like oh man, like it's you know seeing like Teddy versus JD. Strand and Morgan hanging out, like these various things. I enjoyed them, and uh, yeah, like yeah. There's a lot here that like is exciting. It's fun to watch and everything. So like, I'm at a stall. I'm at a solid three point five with like an asterisk, thinking that like if next, if, you know, if this works as like a two parter, uh, then I'll be like, yeah, this was this is more rewarding when I think about it. So yeah, Jim. See, I almost want to wait till next week to make mine. Uh, because of that, it seemed very much like the first part of a longer episode to me. Yeah, you know, it just yeah. feels it it like it was all sub, 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 and like, oh my god, and then oh, it's over. See you next week. So, um, but I will give it a uh, um, not with an asterisk, but a uh, a, a pro- provincial uh, uh, three point seven five. How about that? I'll split the difference because I really like this episode too. I really like the fact this season has been so kinetic with stuff going on and happening and really been moving along and we really haven't taken too much of a hit with the character uh, development either. It's been really, uh, really enjoyable season and I really enjoyed this episode, but there were a few things there like, you know, that we've already mentioned during the show. I don't want to you know dwell on the negative, but yeah, I'll give it a three, seven, five. 
Mr. Taylor? Uh, I'm, I, I'm giving it a four out of five. I, I did. I just loved it. I did. Like it, I, like it kept me, uh, totally in, involved. Like, and I watched it with no commercials. So I, I didn't breathe yeah. the entire, the entire freaking episode. Like I totally loved it. All the strand stuff with Morgan, the, even Grace in the background going, <gasps> every time and then you know like he reacts and you know does the morgan thing and uh the little quips throughout the thing and just the crate i even though i it's a confusing plan of the of the bad you know it's the evil uh bad guy plan that makes it's weird i still kind of dig that it's a it's a plan of I just want to get rid of all the assholes in town. Like, everybody on the world is an asshole. I just want to get rid of them, including myself. I'm the biggest asshole. So, I, you know, everybody has to die that's like me for the world to, to keep going. Like, I dig that. I mean, it just it's not usually you don't get that plan in this thing. Usually it's, you know, you're the chosen one and everybody, you kill everybody that disagrees with you. And it's the opposite with this. It's like... I dig it. I just totally dig this whole this whole episode. Even with the problems, I just hope that they kind of clear it up next next week, uh, so it makes a little bit more sense. But four out of five, Russ. I am also going to give it a four out of five. Um, I, I I even with the flaws in this episode, I really dug what um, I, I like the the close quarters. Uh, I like that they actually fired off a nuclear missile. Like, I mean, that. Right. I'm, I'm, I'm curious where that's going to take the show. Like, what does this mean for, for the world? For you know, things they do in the future. Um, you know, it. I, I, I think there's a lot of potential here that can come of, uh, of that come, event. Right? Is this is this their way of getting rid of World Beyond without having to finish it? <laughs> yeah, it just comes back as <laughs> one episode. You just see the World Beyond crew out in the field. They look up. Yeah. <laughs> ah, but this would have been the where'd that come from crossover, right? Like if they could have planned a crossover with all the shows. Where they don't interact with each other, but they all have a piece of this without knowing they have a piece of this plan. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Like, that would have been kind of cool. Agreed. But yeah, so four for me. Uh, Again, I'm curious to see what, what next week's episode brings us. That's what we thought. What did the Facebook group have to say this week, Jim Dietz? Well, if you go over to facebook.com slash group slash WDTV podcast, you can join our wonderful, illustrious group of uh, fine folks over there and let us know what you think of this episode uh, or these episodes of Fear the Walking Dead and Walking Dead and the World Beyond. First up, we got Lisa Kelly. One murderous strand out of five Tobies. Why did Strand throw Morgan into a bunch of zombies? How the heck did Morgan survive? Why didn't Morgan take out Strand when he had the chance? You can't trust him, Morgan! All in caps. What further proof do you need? <laughs> I thought the episode was all over the place, and still Dakota lives. Wow, a lot of Dakota hate this week. <laughs> yeah. Andy Peterson, a 4.25 ballistic nuclear warheads out of five for an episode that finally gave us a matchup between Morgan and Strand that we've all been waiting for. I was hoping for a bit more. Strand's gonna Strand. And he did by uselessly trying to sacrifice Morgan. And Morgan's going to Morgan. And he did by letting the two loonies walk away after launching just one of the missiles. What's to stop them from doubling back and launching the others? That's a good point. I'm still hoping the storyline pays off in the next episode. And Yukiyoshi Sawada, five packs of Rad X and Radaway out of five. See, I'm not the only one that got Fallout 5 from this episode. <laughs> Thanks, Yukiyoshi. Uh, one, we're all cool letting Dakota die, right? <laughs> I mean, 14 years old, true, but if we put a bullet in her head, no one would care? I mean, that's the world we live now, right? Uh, two, once I heard there are most likely 150 walkers down in that dark and enclosed place, I was like, you know, that's a lot to all die from, and how many people are still in Texas anyway? To the bunker. I would also have made a Pokemon reference, 150. Three, anyone else think Morgan got bit? doubt it, but if that's why he's getting suicidal here, I applaud the writers for doing it. Four. 
I'm really liking this episode. It reminds me of that Fallout quest with the sub-feral ghouls and all. Yep, me too, buddy. Uh, five, I trust Victor. What? Six, okay, with that said, and Victor pulling a Shane on Morgan, I trust Victor. This plan would have worked if it wasn't for that meddling Dakota, too. <laughs> Eight, wow, they did it. So why are we letting the guys who started a nuclear apocalypse and a zombie apocalypse just go? I mean, at least take out the people who caused this. What if Father and the rest of his institute survived the strike and caused more trouble for those who survived in the new world? That's on you. Did I say Father and the Institute? I meant Teddy and his Colt. That's another Fallout reference. Um, eight, where the iron, where's the Iron Giant when you need him? <laughs> Nine, hey, it's Charlie and Sarah. Good to see you uh, see them before we all die. Ten, I trust Victor. Madison Clark, not in this episode. <laughs> Kev Pye. And if you, too, would like to weigh in on your uh, the latest episodes of Fear of the Walking Dead, The Walking Dead, and Walking Dead World Beyond, then by all means, join our wonderful Facebook group. And uh, you, too, can hang out with uh, the elite, where the elite meet to talk about Walking Dead. That would be the Walking Dead TV podcast Facebook group. All right. Well, thanks, everybody, for posting over on the Facebook group. Um, we will be back next week. But before we leave, Aaron North, where can people find you on the Internet? Uh, you can find me in all kinds of places. I host a podcast called Out Now with Aaron and Abe with my friend Abe. We talk about the weekly movie releases. I'm writing on League of Entertainment uh, for movie reviews, Why So Blue for Blu-ray reviews, and I'm on Twitter at Aaron's PS4. Daryl? Uh, you can find me in the wind. Uh, and also, <laughs> uh, you can find me on uh, Nothing's On Podcast, which we just did an episode uh, not too long ago this week Yesterday. with... Uh, Yesterday, by the way, uh, with uh, me, Jim, and, and Donnie catching up on all the TV news and craziness. Uh, and also, there's uh, Gotham by Geeks coming up that will be dropping uh, probably the same week uh, with me and Russ and uh, Hassan and uh, catching up on the, the Bat World um, and all the other shows that are on the Taylor Network. Jim? As Daryl said, every week on Nothing's On with him and Donnie, we just uh, recorded an episode should be dropping any day now. We covered The Conjuring, The Devil Made Me Do It. We talked a little bit about Cruella. Uh, we had some wrestling news this week. A bunch of stuff. We covered uh, this episode, Nothing's On, with uh, with humor and hilarity. Um, yes. Check that at TaylorNetworkPodcast.com. Also dropping this week, I think, is the new episode of The Players Club. Yes. Where we're going to be talking about Resident Evil 8. So if you're into the scary stuff and you're into the scary movies or movies, video games, then by all means check that out. Um, I got to play through it recently and had a lot, lot of uh, thoughts on it, and that's all in the Players Club, also the Taylor Network Podcast. Excellent, and you can just stay tuned here, hhwlod.com for me, as well as like Daryl mentioned over at Gotham by Geeks. Uh, so thanks everyone for listening. We will be back next week for the finale of season six of fear of the walking dead. Um, so until there's no more room in hell and the dead walk the earth, stay in your fallout shelter. Everybody. <laughs> <laughs>